Blog Talk Radio.
I am, Jehovah, the mighty God. Good afternoon and welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. I'm Pastor Sabrina and we're all glad that you're here to join us. The Lord is here. And if you reach out for him, you'll find that he's where you are too. Because the Bible says where two or three of us are gathered together in his name, there he is in our midst. Amen? And he's here with us, so I know he's there with you too. So I encourage you to shake yourself, you know, shake yourself. Amen. You're still alive and on earth. In case you thought you had already gone to heaven, I have news for you. Not yet. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's an honor to be with the saints. It's an honor to be in the presence of the Lord. If he had not interrupted our course of life, we would be someplace else. And that is not a good idea. Amen. So we are grateful to be here. Amen. It's a privilege and an honor to be here. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Aha. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. A day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. Amen. I think all of us have come to that conclusion that the wicked part isn't the part we want. Amen. And I'm glad we came to that conclusion. Now we've solved that. Let's move on. Amen. Thank you. Lord, we have some rabbits we need to pray for this morning. They're depending on your mercy and your grace. They're very nice little fuzzy things. Mila will attest to it. But, Lord, we need you to touch them this morning. You've come and you've blessed the saints. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you to bless the rabbits too. Amen? (laughs) They're missing one of their partners, Lord, and they've been grieving. So we ask that you encourage them and comfort them. And give them the encouragement that they need to be the best rabbits they can be. Amen. Amen. See, you think it's just us, but sometimes we're not the only one. Praise the Lord. I pray that everyone had a very fruitful week in the Lord. I had a very busy week in the Lord. But now that's past. This is a new week, and we're not going to talk about that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are Christian Protestant Internet Church and Local Church Assembly, founded in the name of the Lord and in the blood of Jesus Christ and in his love. We have a legacy of love here, and we love everyone who comes through our doors. Amen? Amen. And we pray that they learn to love us too. Amen. Because we're a loving people. Amen? We're receptive to people. No matter what their trail of life has been and what they've been through and what they're experiencing, there is plenty of love here for them. Amen? In fact, we're going to pray today and ask the Lord to 
increase the body of Christ, to bring in some of the heathens that have thought that there was a better way to do things, but they were mistaken, and they don't know which way to go. So we're going to ask the Lord to bring them in, bring them in from the fields of sin, bring them into Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is a part of our service where we repent of our sin, you know, If you're going to come to Jesus at some point, you've got to let go of the other stuff, the bad stuff, the stuff that doesn't please God, the stuff that violates his word and his scripture, the stuff that doesn't make you a better person or bring you into the kingdom of God. You've got to let that stuff go. Amen? And as we learn and as we grow in the Lord, we, we learn to let more and more of it go. You know, just like animals shed their skin, we learn to allow that stuff to just fall away. Amen? (laughs) Jesus had to die for those things. And when we find ourselves doing them again, we are heartily sorry for these are misdoings. We wish we hadn't done it, you know? But the Lord is gracious and merciful, long-suffering and forgiving. And he receives our repentance. Aren't we glad for that? I know I am. And so when he receives our repentance, he takes his blood and he washes it all away. No longer is it there when we come before the presence of the Lord. All of our limitations and all of our failures and all of our shortcomings just go away. And all we have is the love of God for us. Amen? We want other people to know that. So we encourage you to invite other people that you witness to to listen to our broadcast. There's a lot of love here that people out there need to receive. Amen? Amen? They need to find out that we don't judge anybody. It doesn't matter what you did wrong. Jesus can fix it and heal it and cure it all. Amen? It doesn't matter what somebody did to you. At least they haven't done to you what they did to him. Amen? And if he endured and overcame all that was done to him, he can help you to endure and overcome as well. Amen? Amen. So we're so happy that you're here. And we're happy for all of the people that you will invite to join us, amen, so that they can open their hearts and receive Jesus Christ too, amen? People need Jesus. They really do. People really do need Jesus. But people also need someone to tell them about him, someone to say, I understand how you feel. I used to be there once, but Jesus has healed me. Jesus has changed me. Jesus has saved my soul. Amen? Amen. And that's the message you have to take wherever you go, whoever you run across. You have to tell them that Jesus has changed them and tell them to join us at MiracleInternetChurch.com. There's plenty of love to receive, and no one will judge them, 
and no one will reject them, you see. We want the transgenders to come. We want the lesbians and the homosexuals to come. We want the liars and the cheaters and the murderers and all the other things they have thought of to do to come. Because everybody needs Jesus. Everybody. No matter what pit you fell into or the devil pushed you into, you need Jesus. Amen? Even if all you had was an unhappy marriage, you need Jesus. So it doesn't matter which pit they fell into. Jesus can get everybody out of a pit. He got all of us out. It doesn't matter if your family has been in witchcraft all of your life. There's a place for you at the foot of the cross. Claim your space. Amen? Claim your space. There's a space there just for you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift up to you everyone who has never known Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Some of them have a false Christ. They walk around with somebody they think is God, but really who is not God at all. We want to thank you, Lord, for bringing the blind into sight, those that are in darkness into the light, Lord. We ask that you use our lives, Lord, to bring them in, to bring them in from the endeavors of sin, Lord, and lead them to your throne where they will find grace and mercy and forgiveness and healing and deliverance and love. We pray for revival, not just where we live, Lord, but all over the world. We pray that by your spirit you will move to touch the hearts of men, women, boys, and girls everywhere, that they will finally hear the name of Jesus, and know that it's not a cuss word. It's the the name of salvation. It's the name that you've given to bring men, women, boys, and girls out of sin. So, Lord, we thank you for using our lips, words of your scripture that we remember, the tenderness that you place in our hearts, and the love of God that you pour into our spirits to touch men, women, boys, and girls everywhere, that they might finally have hope and realize that there is a God who hears them, who has compassion on them, who loves them, who cares for them, and who longs to bring them to himself. We want to thank you, Lord. Use us, Lord. We're making our flawed selves available to you. Use us in this dark hour, Lord, to lead men, women, boys, and girls to Jesus Christ. Use us, Lord, to tell them the story about Calvary and your demonstration of love for the whole world. Use us, Lord, to encourage them in their walk when they are about to backslide and give up. Lord, use us. Open our ears, our eyes, our mouths, and our hearts. We pour ourselves out before your throne 
that you might fill us with yourself, that you will walk this earth once again through your people and touch everyone who needs to know the Lord. People need you, Jesus. Your people need you. And we desire to join you in revival, bringing life back to what was lost. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Ehe rerereo raka. Isha baba baba rolereosa regise bebebeora. Risa la radio sundra brekereanda rabro hereye ki araka. Irisile radio sutra rabreki atarablu. Sila rianda rekise deriore hatenemenese. Reke thus saith the Lord. Yes, I will use you. Yes, I will use you. I will use your prayer. I will use your intercession. I will use your compassion. I will use your faith. I will use your love. So that many who have turned away from me will come back to me, saith the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You see, all we have to do is let him know that we're available. Just let him know there's enough love in here to share, and I'm willing to share it. Amen? Amen. Father, while we're at this lovely place with you, we repent of all of our wrongdoings, all of the places where we didn't believe you enough, where we didn't trust you enough, where we doubted, where we gave up, and where we said a bad word. We, we repent and we apologize for that. You know we got impatient, and then things didn't go right, and then you know what happened next. So we are sorry for that, and we ask you to forgive us. Sometimes we got a little angry, a little warm under the collar, But we repent of that too, Lord. Restore us and refresh us and wash us clean in your blood, Lord. For all of those smart mouth remarks we made, Lord, forgive us. Our brain wasn't in gear at the time. So, Lord, we want to thank you for your mercy and your compassion. We thank you, Lord, that you're willing to use these vessels of clay to do the most marvelous work in the world to reunite men and women to the Father who created them and made them. Amen. All of our bodies belong to you, Lord. All of our bodies. And we as your children acknowledge your truth. Amen. Now take a moment and you tell the Lord what you need to tell him about what you're repenting of. Amen. 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 <clears throat> now, if you have your elements. We'll celebrate how all of this came to pass, man. Yeah. 
For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. (coughs) This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. (coughs) After the same manner also, he took the cup. Thank you, Lord. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you. Hold on, Saint. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. Amen. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the blood of Calvary. We thank you for the blood that washed our sins away, healed all of our diseases and illnesses and whatever else that we came with many a fault, many a failure, and many a weakness. And we thank you for the blood filling us now. Fill us with your blood, Lord Jesus. Fill us with your blood. Fill us to overflowing. Fill us to overflowing, Lord. Fill us to overflowing with your blood. Fill us, hallelujah, fill us with your blood, Lord. Fill us, fill us. Fill us till we overflow, Lord. Fill us with the blood of Jesus, the blood that you shed on Calvary, the blood that moved to the mercy seat. Fill us with your blood and with your strength. Amen. Amen. You got to open your hands and your heart to receive this. Amen. 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 We receive your blood, Lord Jesus. Oh, we receive your blood. We receive your blood, Lord. We receive your blood. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the blood. Mm. Ah, it's all right now. Amen. It's all right now. 
Thank you, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, from my position and our position, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, I take authority, dominion, and power over the ear, nose, and throat demons in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind you all in Jesus' name. Come out of everybody's ear, nose, and throat right now. Come on out. Come out of everybody. Ear, nose, and throat right now. Come out of everybody. Ear, nose, and throat in the name of Jesus. Come on out. From the roof. Fire of God. Fire of God. Hallelujah. There it is. Fire of God. Come on out. Everybody. Ear, nose, and throat in Jesus' name. Come out of everybody's ears, everybody's nose, everybody's throat, everybody's eustachian tube. I command you to come out now in the name of Jesus Christ. I release the power of the name of Jesus into the ear, nose, and throat tube right now. Come on out. Come on out. Everything that was released. Everything that was sent to us. Everything that was inhaled. Everything that... Hey, Come on out. Come out of God's people. You have no right to be there. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Satan, you take this attack back in Jesus' name. We put it back on you in the name of Jesus. Come out. Come on out of everybody's ears, everybody's nose, everybody's throat, everybody's body. Come out now. In the name of Jesus, out from the roof. Father, lay your, oh, hallelujah, your axe to the roof. We uproot you. We take that territory back with the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. All the swelling, ha, 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 all the swelling to subside. Sinuses, oh, we command the swelling to come out of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Low-grade fever, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Infections and bacteria, we bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on out. Come on out in the name of Jesus. Sinus drainage, sinus congestion. Come on out of God's people. Come on out of God's people in Jesus' name. Come out of the people of God in Jesus' name. Come on out. You have no right to be there. Come out. In the name of Jesus, Lord, whatever was released in the environment, we bind it now in the name of Jesus. We bind it in the name of Jesus. You have no right to be in the people of God. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over all familiar spirits. We bind the familiar spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out of God's people. Come out. Right now, deep breath and cough it out from your gut. Cough it out. Every day. Cough into the cup. Cough into the cup. Cough into the cup. Every familiar spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Every familiar spirit. Come on out. In Jesus' holy name. Father, we thank you for sending the fire of God to burn out everything else in Jesus' name. Come out 
Oh Lord our God, all of your words are right, and everything that you do is worthy of our trust. You love whatever is just and good, and the earth is filled with your tender love. You spoke, and the heavens were formed as well as all the galaxies of stars. You made the oceans and poured them into the reservoirs that you made. Let all the people, everyone in all the world, fear the Lord and stand in awe of him. Lord, when you spoke, the world began. It came into sight at your command. With a breath, Lord, you can scatter the plans of all the nations who oppose you. But your own plan stands forever. The thoughts and intentions of your heart are the same for all generations. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask for grace to trust you more. When we are afraid, we will trust in you. We praise your word. Our God, in you do we trust. We will not be afraid. What can mere men do to us? Lord, your steadfast love never ceases, and your mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, for great is your faithfulness to us. You are our portion. Therefore, we hope in you. O our God of hope, fill us with all joy and peace as we trust in you, so that we may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. O Lord, we pray, and according to your word, you will not fail us, for we are trusting in you. Those who have faith in you, Father, will never be disgraced for trusting you. Show us the path where we should go, O Lord. Point out clearly the right path for us to walk in. Lead us, teach us, for you are the God who gives us salvation. Lord, we have no fear of bad news. Our hearts are steadfast, trusting in you. So when news comes that we find unpleasant, We don't quake and we don't shake because we are in you. Our hearts are secure. We will have no fear, no fear at all. Since, Lord, you are faithful and trustworthy, we make a commitment to trust in you with all our hearts. And we will not lean to our own thoughts or understanding. In all of our ways, we acknowledge you, and you will make our paths straight. We are blessed, for we trust in the Lord, in whom is our confidence. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. It's important to have our hope and our confidence in the Lord. Amen? Because other things eventually fail us, no matter how well-intentioned they might be. Amen? We fail ourselves. So we shouldn't be shocked if others do too. 
There are no perfect people here. No, not one. The perfect one came, he stayed for 33 years, and then he took off. Amen? But he did send us the Holy Spirit, our comforter. Father, in the name of Jesus, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, all demonic agents, all of his underlings, and we cancel all demonic assignments, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, satanic agendas, and demonic assignments against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and his powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and the workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar demons, all electronic, digital, and technology demons and their attacks, all electromagnetic attacks, smart technology attacks, technopaganism, and mind controlled by the occult. You're bound in Jesus' name. We bind all Leviathan spirits, Kundalini spirits, water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, all sorcery devils, all seducing and womanizing devils, all drone spirits, all whoredom spirits, and their attacks. And we return the attacks to the senders in Jesus' name. We bind the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in Jesus' name. We thank you and we give you praise, Lord. We bind all hypnotic trance devils and their attacks, mystic rituals and their intent. Thank you, Lord. We bind the work of every druid. We bind all targeted radio frequency, all pulse weapons and their attacks, all microwave attacks. In Jesus' name, we bind our all 5G and components in the name of Jesus Christ and the radiations that they emit in the name of Jesus. We bind all EMP and EMF attacks in the name of Jesus. Everything coming from the satellites, from the cell towers, from our devices. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. All Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Arctic, Antarctic, Islander, 
Asian, the Indonesian, Australian, New Zealand, Caribbean, Latin American, indigenous groups, native groups, tribal groups, all groups, every person. All the black and white magic and voodoo being released in Jesus' name. Every curse, hex, and death being released in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we lift up to you the vexing, the hexing, and the Kabbalic rites that have been released, all those curses released against world leaders. You did not order such curses to be released in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask, Father, that you stand as their shield. We ask that you stand as their shield, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Against all such attacks in the name of Jesus. They've done that before, Lord. They did it the first time he ran. They're doing it again. And they're doing it to others in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over the works of every world leader who thinks he ought to be a dictator in Jesus' name. We bind his works, and we ask you, Father, to save him or pull him down from his place of authority in Jesus' name. Jesus Christ is Lord of all. No one else is. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils, all evil spirits which take animal form. Amen. We bind all impulsivity, all inattention, racing minds, all distractions in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedication. We bind all formations of bullflies and their demonic insects. We bind all spiders and their webs, trapping them in their webs. We bind all transference of evil spirits. We bind all spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you all in the name of Jesus. We bind spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, every spirit of infirmity. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, monitor, trap, defile, assassinate, corrupt, divide, undermine, confound, attack, despise, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool and the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We return to sender according to the covenant. 
all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vows, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind in Jesus' holy name. We bind all vampire spirits which come to steal our energy and vitality. We bind all voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, and the Great Reset. We bind make-believe, fantasy, and la-la land. We bind false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the king of pride and all of his underlings in the name of Jesus Christ, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We bind all humans, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative, jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilek, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and all goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, and Baphomet, and it's 72 in Jesus' name. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We bind you. <clears throat> we turn you over to the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual, rite, and ceremony in Jesus' name. We bind their powers and the powers of those affiliated organizations in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the pride and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our lives in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head according to the scriptures. We bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. 
Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for all kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted, Father, in Jesus' holy name, and those that were left back in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. Oh, hallelujah. You will revive us. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand will save us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, and we command you to leave us now in Jesus' name. We disconnect our thoughts from you in the name of Jesus. We cover ourselves and our vehicles and our transportation and the roads where we travel with the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the wall of fire and your angels dispatched ahead of us to protect us. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over any and every attack in the name of Jesus Christ, especially at night in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, all witchcraft, curses, and anything sent to us that God didn't send to us in Jesus' name. We return it in the name of Jesus. We cut and burn all ungodly silver cords and ley lines, all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down walls of protection around all Shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and such, and outright liars, in Jesus' name. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, charm, sorcery, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, fetishes, psychic thoughts, bewitchment, potions, jinxes, incantations, unholy blessings, ahareki, that at our root works, tribal rituals and sins, incense and candle burning, we bind it all in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you have brought our souls out of darkness and into your marvelous light, and we thank you, Father, for releasing your light into your children now. In Jesus' holy name, and everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. And now we're going to have a technology moment. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Continue thanking the Lord because he's good. He is so good. He's good all the time. Amen. We're good when we want to be, but he's good all the time. We are good when we feel like Amen. But he's good all the time. We need to learn to be a little bit more like it. And ah, got it. 
That's what technology moments are for, for pastor to mess up. <laughs> and get it right. Amen. See, Jesus is sweet all the time. And we are sweet if we feel I remember some little children when Christmas. I went to visit my mother when she was alive at some church before I went on to my own. And these children were supposed to be up there singing this particular Christmas song. And it was about Jesus being in a manger, being a lowly child in a manger. That was the saddest song I ever heard in my life. They didn't seem interested at all. And one little boy just wouldn't sing at all. His mama got him all dressed up, and he was looking fine and polished. And he would not, um, he wouldn't do a thing. He wouldn't open his mouth. He stood there like he was insulted to be standing there. And I know the lady was embarrassed, but what could she do? You know, children act like children. Amen. So then the song changed. And the song went to this other song about, it's a miracle at Christmas. And then there were toys, and, I, and they were the most alive children. I, didn't, I looked at my mom and said, those can't be the same children. They were up there singing like, you know how cows move? That's how they sound. And all of a sudden, they were mobile and moving around and because they were talking about toys at Christmas. That little boy that wouldn't do a thing, he was the most animated at all. He was all into that song. I said, well, James Brown isn't here today. Who are you? <laughs> no, you see. The saints act like that for some reason. For some reason, when they want to, they're all alive for Jesus, except for you all. You all are so perfect. When they don't want to, they're like, well, here we go again. (laughs) But I know none of you do that to Jesus, right? None of you act like, well, here we are again. None of you do that. All of you are so perfect and so wonderful, infected in the Lord, that you just don't do things like that. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And pastor's just going to believe that anyway. Amen. Praise the Lord. So today, the Lord wants to talk to us about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, your comforter. He doesn't mean that thing that you keep pushing to the foot of the bed, and then when the air conditioning comes on, you pull it back up. That's that's not what he means. I know that's what you thought, but no. And chances are, like me, it's time to throw that thing in the washer. But nonetheless, That's not the kind of comforter he needs. There was once a rabbi who wrote a book. In his writing, he concluded that since there is so much evil, so much tragedy and suffering, either God must not be all good or he must not be all powerful. Now, that just doesn't work, thing, but that was his conclusion. So he finally concluded that he would lean toward God's goodness. And as a result, 
he was proposing that God was not all-powerful. Well, God is not divided up into parts like a pie or like you slice a cake. He's all whoever he is, all at the same time, all throughout. You can't take a pair of tweezers and separate the good part from the mighty part from any other part. Amen? It's just not like that. He's completely God all the time. Amen? When I'm talking to you, I can't separate out the wise part of you from the meek part of you from the rowdy part of you. You come as a composite. You're all together as one. And when I talk to you, I'm talking to you and the demons that have followed you and some of the ones that are still in you. And that's the way it is when we talk with everyone. We're talking to them. We're talking to the spirits still in them and the ones that are trying to trail along and follow them. And we need to be mindful of this when we talk to people. Amen? We need to be mindful of this. You know, the Bible talks about keeping our mouths closed when we're standing before the wicked. So our words have to be well chosen. Amen? Our words have to be well chosen because you do know that the demons confer one with another. That's what they do. They become familiar with this one and familiar with the other one and familiar with that one, and all the information just keeps on rolling. That's what they do. So that's one of the reasons that the Lord tells us we have to be careful and allow the Holy Spirit to vet all of our customs and all of our acquaintances and all of our connections. Sometimes you don't realize who you're getting connected to. And it's not until much later that God is finally able to open your eyes so you can see that it's not who you thought it was. Amen? Amen. I can remember this encounter with a, 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 well, I won't call him a young man anymore, middle-aged man. And we ran our paths crossed again. And I just assumed that he was the same man that he was when I met him in my 20s. But was I in for a rude awakening? He was not the person that I used to know. He had changed. He had morphed into something that did not please God. And I was just shocked. And I said, Lord, this is a case of mistaken identity. The outside looks familiar, but the inside is not the same. So you see, even when you run into people that you've known for a very long time, you assume that they're the same old person that you used to know, but not necessarily so. Amen? Amen. So whoever that's for, that's for you, because that's not in my notes today. Well, you see, this man decided that God couldn't be all-powerful, and so he was wrong. 
Well, he may as well have joined Job's friends because he had not spoken of God the thing that was right, as Job did. You see, Job spoke the things of God that were right, but his friends didn't, and this rabbi didn't either. So in other words, they all lied on God. Hmm. Have any of us ever done that? But we repented a few minutes ago. It's under the blood. It's okay. And so have the rest of us sometimes. In our opening prayer, we ask for grace to trust him more. We must be truthful and admit that at some point, we may have become offended with God because it didn't go our way or it didn't go the way we thought it ought to go or we just didn't understand his process or we didn't believe him or trust him as we should have. Our own thoughts of doubt and confusion and unbelief have been our Bearing false witness against our God. A clear violation of Exodus chapter 20, verse 16. Exodus chapter 20, verse 16. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Well, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy God either. Amen? Amen. As for the rabbi, he made no allowances for the will of man, the work of demons, and the corruption in the earth which enters God's creation with the rebellion of Adam and Eve. He didn't make any allowances for that. He was just going to sit his imperfect self here on the earth with the limited knowledge that he had, and decide that God was wrong because he couldn't figure it out. And many of us have done that. If you haven't yet, keep living. You'll get to repent of that too. This error is familiar to mankind, a failure to believe the scriptures when it teaches things we do not yet understand. We have that tendency, you know. Amen. God allows suffering. But he can't be good. And all these people are going through all of this. No, God is good no matter what people are going through. Whether it's all fine or it's all a mess, God remains good all the time. He does not change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God was good while he was creating Adam and Eve. And he was good after they rebelled against him too. He didn't change. They did. And we need to remember that. God has given to every human, and he evidently gave it to the angels too, free will. Lucifer isn't Lucifer anymore. He used his will the wrong way. And so have some of us. So we need to be mindful that we have a free will, and our choices and our decisions affect what happens. 
If you made a wrong choice or a bad decision, you can't point your finger at God. You made the choice. It was you and your faulty thinking. You have to accept responsibility when you're in the wrong. That's important. It's part of maturity. That's right. We do not understand all of God's reasons, but our lack of understanding does not negate God's character and his attributes. We don't understand why things happen. Well, sometimes we're the cause agent. Sometimes we're the person with our unthinking selves, we say something out of our mouths, and a spirit picks it up and manifests it. Why? Because it came right out of our mouths, and we have dominion in the earth. Sometimes we open our own open doors. Sometimes it's our big mouth. Amen. And that's the way it is. Instead of arguing about what God said, who God is and who he can't be because you don't believe, instead the whole situation proves what the Bible teaches. In Isaiah chapter 55, beginning with verse 8, Isaiah chapter 55, beginning with verse 8, the Lord reminds us of this. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. So when you do that number on Jesus, you're, well, Jesus, I thought, I, I thought this, and I, I thought, no. He says his thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. Well, why can't I do it that way? Because that's not my way, God. And you're mine. You know parents are very picky about how their children, at least they used to be, how their children behave. Well, my friend is doing this. Yes, but I'm your mother. And that's the end of that conversation. There's nothing else to be said. Because she has been put in charge of your little world doesn't mean you get to do what everybody else does. And you might want to remember that. I never forgot it, nor did I want to know what the underside of the refrigerator looked like. So I didn't have that problem, you see. A good understanding of what could happen changes a lot of things. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So about that time, it's time for you to sign your name right at the end of that scripture and close your mouth and say amen. Amen. God, our God, is holy, loving, goodness, and all-powerful all at once. Contrary to cool followers, Almighty God does not reveal himself as dope. And that's the last T-shirt I want to see saying God is dope. Amen? God, the true and living God, cares about the pain and suffering of this world far more than we do. We must learn to trust him as he completes his work in us. God allows us to experience strength. 
Mm-hmm. He sees the order and chaos. Order and chaos? Yes, he can see it. He sees the use and the useless. He sees the good and the bad, and the bad and the good. He can see it. We look at a situation and all we see is bad. God looks at it and he sees potential too. See, when we see something that we consider to be bad, we need to say, well, that's an opportunity for God to work. Amen? That's another opportunity for God to work. Maybe if I offer this situation to the Lord in prayer and intercession, he'll jump right in the middle of it and change the whole thing. Amen? We need to adjust our glasses. So as God makes all things work together for good to them that love him and who are the called according to his purpose, God will use our discomfort according to his purpose for his glory and our good. You know things happen. Drama happens. It causes us turmoil, drama, and a few other things. But God will use even that if we don't pout and sulk about it, if we don't moan and complain and throw a pity party and invite everybody that's in our phone to the pity party. We text everybody to tell them all how bad it really is. Well, guess what? We text the wrong one. That's all I can say about that. We text the wrong one. God is stronger than our stress. (laughs) He's stronger than our stress. In Isaiah chapter 49, verse 13, he begins to tell us, Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth. The heavens are singing, and we're supposed to be joyful. And break forth into singing, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. Your stress? Well, he promises to comfort you and have mercy on you. Aren't you blessed? Isaiah 51, beginning with verse 12. Isaiah chapter 51, beginning with verse 12. Ah, even I am he that comforteth you. Somebody needs to highlight this. Ah, even I am he that comforteth you. Who art thou that thou shouldest be afraid of a man that shall die, and of the son of man which shall be made as grass, and forgetteth the Lord thy maker? that hath stretched forth the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth and hath feared continually every day because of the fury of the oppressor, as if he were ready to destroy. And where is the fury of the oppressor? Well, Lord, they passed this bill, and, and his word stands. Well, Lord, 
they, they, they want to take away this and they want to take away that and they and they want to do this and they want to do that and God says and and your point is I'm God they're not try to remember that Amen I'm God they're not you might want to remember that. Isaiah 66, verse 13. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13. As one whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you. And ye shall be comforted. As one whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you doesn't look like you're going to be left without comfort, does it? Well, John chapter 14, New Testament, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 18. John chapter 14, verse 18. I will not, Jesus said, leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Okay, so what's with all the tears? What's 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 with the water waterworks? Why the crybaby thing? You left that way back when you were little. So what's this reoccurrence with this gushing of water coming out the eyes? You don't have allergies. What's with you? He says, "I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you." He's not lying. He keeps his word. But my feelings are hurt. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. But nobody understands me, and they don't like me on my job, and blah, blah, blah. And you go on, and you take up 45 minutes telling him what he already knows about what you're whining about. And he still says to you, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. <sighs> yes, he said. But that boy brought a gun. To, he brought a gun and stuck it in his locker. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you so that you can say, the Lord is my helper. Did you think God didn't know about guns? Do you think bullets are new to him? He knows about it all. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter one verse three. Second Corinthians chapter one verse three. Blessed be God. Even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy. Not one mercy, many mercies. He's the Father of mercy and the God of all comfort. So is there sufficient mercy and comfort for you? Is there enough? 
He said he took care of that. He's the father of mercies and the God of all comfort. So it doesn't matter what happens. He's right there with you. No, that person is not your ride or die partner. You had one before you were ever conceived. You just didn't know it. Second Corinthians chapter seven verse six. Second Corinthians chapter seven verse six. Nevertheless, God that comforteth those that are cast down. Who? God that comforteth those that are cast down. So you don't have to go buy snacks for your pity pony. Amen? Amen. Well, saints, God is committed to being our comfort and our comforter. But do we turn to him when you want comfort? Do you turn to him when you want comfort? I'm going to let you answer that. Amen? I'm going to let you tell the truth to God. Many saints are what I call run-tell-it saints. They run to some other flawed human to get comfort when they want it. And usually that's their first plan of escape. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a spouse, a mother, a relative, a friend, a coworker, or an adult child, that's their first avenue, somebody else. Some seek out sexual activity and romantic events when they want comfort. Some seek out activities which make them feel strong. Others seek events which soothe them. Some rely on the refrigerator, the freezer, or comfort food, as they are termed. You don't know any of those people. I just can tell you don't. Yet others choose drugs or alcohol to relieve their discomfort. And none of you have ever done any of that. You're so perfect. Praise the Lord. Now we have those who vape, not just those who smoke, chew, and cut. Mm. Some try to affiliate themselves with groups who do things and express preferences that they wish that they could do without guilt. You don't know any people that have done that, do you? Some run, express themselves in an extramarital affair, while others seek out a good attorney. Boy, Jesus, did you hear it get quiet in here? It got so quiet. There are as many forms of escape as there are flawed people. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, our Heavenly Father has already made the provisions for us. John chapter 17, beginning with verse 11. John chapter 17, beginning with verse 11. 
John, the Gospel of John, New Testament, chapter 17, beginning with verse 11. And now I am no more in the world, Jesus said, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou gavest me, I have kept, and none of them is lost but the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. Jesus wants his joy fulfilled in us. I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. You notice that? He didn't pray that the Father just whisked us right out of the world. No, he prayed that we should be kept from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sake I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, and they all that, that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Jesus was seriously praying for us. He knew what we were coming up against. John chapter 14, beginning with verse 15. John chapter 14, beginning with verse 15. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. A comforter? Yes, a comforter that he may live with you forever. So since Jesus can't lie and the Father answered his prayer, you can't be alone. It's not possible for you to be alone. The comforter, the Holy Spirit is in you and with you. It is no longer possible for you to be alone. So for you to sit there and say, I feel lonely, means that you're connecting with the demon spirit instead of with the Holy Spirit. That's what that means. I'm so lonely. No, you are more aware of that demon spirit that's approaching you, attempting to enter you, than you are the Holy Spirit who already lives in you. 
Amen. Not to mention you have angels with you. You have the Godhead. It's not possible for you to be alone. Even the spirit of truth. So the Holy Spirit not only comforts you, he's not going to lie to you because he can't lie. He is the spirit of truth. If you want to know if something is the truth, you're not asking. Whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. There's no place you can go where you're alone. So you can just throw that thought right out. That's garbage. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Verse 23, John chapter 14, verse 23. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. He will obey my words, and my Father will love him. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. We'll live with him. Now, you got this big gathering. You got all of the Godhead. You got the angels of God. So now, how is it that you get to be alone? When you figure that out, you make sure you explain that to me. Because according to the scriptures, I don't see that you can. Amen? Amen. Plus, if you got children, you have to leave the planet to be left alone. And we know that to be the truth. John chapter 14, verse 26. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. You're kidding. He's going to teach you what you need to. He can teach you how to cook. So why are you still running down to the chicken place? <laughs> My, he can teach you how to cook. It says he shall teach you all things. Hmm. So he can teach you how to do your math. He can teach you how to write in cursive. He can teach you how to balance your checkbook that you mess up with your debit card every month. He can teach you how to get out of debt and stay out of debt. Uh-huh. He can teach you all things. There's nothing you're going to encounter that he can't teach you. He can teach you how to raise a child. He can teach you how to be a proper example. He can teach you how to be a better employee and a better spouse. Okay, you need to show up for class, don't you think? Mm-hmm. He can teach you all things. He can teach you how to get those weeds out the front yard. 
If it's here to be learned, he can teach you. He can teach you when to keep your mouth shut instead of blabbing and getting in trouble again. Boy, has anybody showed up for that class yet? <laughs> and he can bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever Jesus has said unto you. You stand there, Lord, I can't think of one scripture. He'll give you one, but you got to ask. Peace, I leave with you. No, drama. No, Jesus didn't say that. He said P-E-A-C-E, peace. Peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Well, since Jesus has given me his peace, he must want me to have it. And therefore, I have a God-given right to maintain my peace. Do I not? That would mean you have the same right. You have a God-given right to maintain your gender identity, and you have a God-given right to maintain the peace that he gave you. It seems like some people need to exercise their rights. Amen? Amen. So, we have an answer to our dilemma. God, the Holy Spirit, he is our comforter. We have everlasting consolation. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. He comes alongside to help us to release our sorrow or disappointment. You're not supposed to hold on to it. I know some of us think, you know, we're supposed to carry it from one place to the other, but that's not the truth. You're supposed to let that go. Jesus already took that for us. So when you go to the funeral, when your mother has passed away, by, by the time you get to the funeral, you're supposed to have let go of that because Jesus already took that for you. You're supposed to be celebrating the life that she lived and the love that she shared. Yes, you'll miss her, but before long, you'll be right with her. And I want to tell you, for all of those who have not lost your mother yet, she never gets out of your business. After she leaves, she is even more in your business than she was before. It seems once they leave here, they have knowledge that they didn't have before because you wouldn't tell them. So we don't have to go down that road. (laughs) Amen. And you'll be in the bank standing in line. And some person that looks just like her will turn around and look at you and wink, and you'll be about to faint. But I suggest that you don't faint because then they have to call 911, and they have to pat you on the hand and do all that other stuff they do, and they're liable to rip your clothes open in front of other people. (laughs) Just stand there and freeze, and God will get you out of it. Amen. Life has its difficult places, but the Holy Spirit is here to make the going much better. That is, if we allow him to. But if you're going to sit there and have a determined pity party, he has to wait till you stop. 
He doesn't go to pity parties. He disinvites himself. But you've got to stop before he'll show up. He's waiting. The angels are going, well, she surpassed the last time. You know, the last time she was a little longer than this. <laughs> it's up to you. It's your choice. You can turn off the waterworks whenever you're ready. Mm-hmm. I see. Some people have been to the water fountain. Amen. Singing is very important to the Holy Spirit. Really? Yes. Let's go to Zephaniah. Who? Go to the table of contents, Old Testament. Zephaniah starts with a Z. Amen. Zephaniah. Yay, Brother Bill has found him. <laughs> Amen. Zephaniah chapter 3. See, if you go to Malachi and you go backwards, you go Malachi, Zechariah, Haggai, Zephaniah. Yeah, that's the shortcut. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. So that that rabbi was wrong. He will say, he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. And to sing over you. He's done it already. You just weren't listening. Amen? Amen. Amen. Psalm 32, verse 7. Psalm 32, verse 7. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. God's going to surround you with songs of deliverance. Yes, now, if you just open your ears, you can hear them. The Comforter, the Holy Spirit, desires for us to sing when we enter his presence. Why? Because he's already singing. He wants us to join him. Psalm 100, verse 2. Psalm 100, verse 2. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Amen? He didn't ask you if you thought your voice was wonderful. He has his own opinion. We must sing to the Lord in all of our discomfort. Yes, when we feel discomforted, it's time to sing. Yes, sing to the Lord. Sing from your heart, not your mind. Sing from your heart, not your mind. No fancy words are required. No special rhythms or beautiful sounds. He simply desires for us to open our hearts and let the sounds of love flow from within. So, Lord, I sound like a frog croaking. 
Well, guess what? God has lots of thrones, and he listens to them all the time. And when it rains, you hear them real well. He hasn't shut them up, so that means it's safe for you. He's got crickets and all kinds of things that chirp and make all these different kinds of noise in the day and in the night. He hasn't told them to be quiet, so that makes room for you. Join the chorus. Amen? Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16, beginning with verse 16. Acts chapter 16, beginning with verse 16. And it came to pass, as we went to prayer, they were going to go pray. A certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. She was like uh, that lady with the hands on the, by the road. You know, she was one of them kind of people. You know, she sticks the sign out there. She's got her hands, palm this, palm that, and palm the other. And she got this big old yacht sitting in the front yard. You've seen her. Mm-hmm. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. And this did she many days. Now, what she said was accurate, but the spirit which pronounced it was evil. So when you go see the lady with the hand by the road, she's going to say some things that are accurate, but the spirit that releases them is not of God. And how did she know that about me? Because she traffics in demons, and demons keep up on the lady. Amen. It's true. And Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, notice he spoke not to her, but to the spirit. I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. It did not say in the next five minutes it said the same hour. Well, why didn't God just say it just like that? One more time, he explains it real clear. And he came out the same hour. God does things his way. And when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, because they were making money off of this thing, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace under the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. Well, Paul was a Roman. He was a native Roman. And the multitude rose up against them, together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stock. My, wasn't that an exciting day? You start out heading to a prayer meeting, and you end up in prison, beaten, and in the stocks and chains. And at midnight, when everybody else was asleep, 
Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. They prayed. They honored God. They sang praises unto God. They worshiped him, and the prisoners heard their witness. It's strange how God gets a witness out of us. It really is. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse chapter 14, verse 15. You know, saints, we can sing in our prayer language too. We can sing in our prayer languages too. What is it then. I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. Sometimes we forget that we have all this gift here and we only center in on a certain part, but we've got all this gift to you. When we obey the truth and sing to the Godhead, evil spirits will leave. They have to go. They can't stay because when we praise the Lord, the presence of the Lord comes upon us. They've got to go. There's no place for them. Amen. There's no place for them. King Saul made use of this with David's music ministry. The music refreshed Saul and others, too. Let's go to 1 Samuel 16. 1 Samuel 16, beginning with verse 14. 1 Samuel chapter 16, beginning with verse 14. But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servants, Oh, by the way, for those of you who don't know, Saul sinned really bad. That's why that happened. Real bad. And Saul's servants said unto him, Behold now, an evil spirit from God troubleth thee. Let our Lord now command thy servants, which are before thee, to seek out a man who is a cunning player on an harp. And it shall come to pass, when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand, and thou shalt be well. Thou shalt be well. Saul said unto his servants, Provide me now a man that can play and bring him to me. Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite that is cunning and playing and a mighty valiant man and a man of war and prudent in manners and a comely person And the Lord is with him. Wherefore, Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said, Send me David thy son, which is with the sheep. And Jesse took an ass laden with bread and a bottle of wine and a kid and sent them by David his son unto Saul. And David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor bearer. And Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me. 
for he has found favor in my sight. And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul that David took an harp and played with his hands. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. When you praise the Lord with your ten, ten strings right here, the ones that you were born with, you open your mouth and you let the love of God flow through you, you can worship the Lord too. And spirits that have been bothering you have to get up and go. You can praise them right out your house. Amen? They do. You see, there's a reason we tell you to play the word of God over you 24-7 and to praise the Lord with blood song. Well, they woke me up at 2 in the morning. Are you singing over the blood of Jesus? You see, they have to stop. The praises of God stills the avenger, the scripture says. They shut him down. So if you're releasing the praises of God, the devil's got to stop. But are you doing that? Though we instruct you, are you following the direction? It's up to you, you know. It's up to you. Praise the Lord. It's up to you. All right. Praise God. Saints, we must learn to celebrate our God and our relationship with him. Right in the devil's face. When we sing to the Lord, his energy comes to revitalize us. Our singing to the Lord will greatly influence our focus. You can't get focused. You're so distracted. Well, sing to the Lord. Our singing to the Lord can dispel every demonic influence designed to distract you. We encourage you to sing blood songs to the Lord, songs that praise the work of God through the blood of Jesus Christ. We encourage you to sing songs that lift up the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Songs sung to God, which are about God, change our atmosphere and our circumstance. Psalm 147, verse 7. Psalm 147, verse 7. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praise upon the harp unto our God. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. That means you're not complaining, you're thanking him. Numbers chapter 21, verse 17. Numbers, Old Testament, chapter 21, verse 17. Then Israel sang this song. Bring up, oh well, sing ye unto it. Well, there's a well in you. We used to sing this song. There's a river of life flowing out from me. It makes the lame to walk and the 
blind to see. It opens prison doors, sets the captive free. There's a river of life flowing out from me. Spring up, oh well, within my soul. Now, why can't you do that while you're putting the dishes in the dishwasher, while you're walking the dog, while you're gassing up the car? There's a river in you. There's a well in you. Uncap your well. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Uncap your well. Judges. Chapter 5, verse 3. Judges, chapter 5, verse 3. Hear, O ye kings, give ear, O ye princes. I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. I'm going to sing to God. I made up my mind this is what I'm going to do and nothing's going to stop. Not my neighbor's boombox going out with all that dirty stuff. I'm going to bind up that dirty stuff, and I'm going to praise the Lord. We ought to humble ourselves and ask the Holy Spirit, our comforter, to comfort us. Sometimes we don't get comfort because we won't open our mouths and ask for it. Psalm 119, verse 76. Psalm 119, verse 76. Let I pray thee. Thy merciful kindness be for my comfort, according to thy word unto thy servant. Let your merciful kindness be for my comfort. That was Psalm 119, verse 76. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Hebrews chapter 4. Verse 16, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Amen. It doesn't say anything in here about crying and, and, and having a pity party and going into isolation for a week. Now, does it? Okay, so then we don't do those things. Praise the Lord. Amen. No more whining on this team. Praise the Lord forevermore. King David was comforted. He called out to the Lord in Psalm 31, beginning with verse 9. Psalm 31, beginning with verse 9. Have mercy upon me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Mine eyes consumed with grief, yes, my soul and my belly. For my life is spent with grief and my years with sigh. My strength faileth because of mine iniquity, and my bones are consumed. I was a reproach among all mine enemies, but especially the neighborhood, and a fear to mine acquaintance. They that did see me without fled from me. I am forgotten as a dead man out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. For I have heard the slander of many. Fear was on every side. While they took counsel together against me, they devised to take away my life. But I trusted in thee, O Lord. 
I said, Thou art my God. Okay? So he cried out to God, but he took a stand in the spirit. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Psalm 102, beginning with verse 1. Psalm 102, beginning with verse 1. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Hide not thy face far from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline thine ear unto me. In the day when I call, answer me speedily. For my days are consumed like smoke, and my bones are burned as an heart. My heart is smitten and withered like grass, so that I forget to eat my bread. Now, that's serious. When you forget to eat, it's serious. By reason of the voice of my groaning, my bones cleave to my skin. I'm like a pelican of the wilderness. I'm like an owl of the desert. I watch and am as a sparrow alone upon the housetop. He was feeling pretty bad, but he cried out to the Lord. We ought to do that, too. We ought to do that, too. Amen. Psalm 119, verse 50. Psalm 119, Verse 50, we find the comfort of God in his holy word. That means you have to find your Bible. Amen? Amen. But you know, if it's playing in your house 24-7 in your home, you just open your ears and perk up. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word has quickened me. Thy word brought me back. It gave me the second breath that I need. It gave me the unction that I need. Your word straightened it out, and I stood right back up. I was bowed down, but your word fixed that. Amen. We find his comfort in submission and obedience to him. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 29. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 29. And he, Jesus speaking, that sent me is with me. God sent you into a situation like he sent some Christians into January 6th. God was with them, and they know it. The Father has not left me alone. For I do always those things that please him. Not occasionally, not when I feel like it, but always those things that please him. Amen. We're coming, Jesus. We're working on it. First Peter, chapter 4, verse 19. First Peter, chapter 4, verse 19. Wherefore? Let them that suffer according to the will of God. What? According to the will of God. That's right. That's what it says. Let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. God led you into it. He intended for you to be there. 
Turn yourself over to him. He can handle it. Amen. First Peter 5, 7. Now, if we would actually do this all the time, we'd feel a lot better. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. We find the comfort, we find his comfort knowing that he is always there, supporting us. God is supporting us. Psalm 145, verse 14. Psalm 145, verse 14. The Lord upholdeth all that fall. The Lord upholdeth all that fall and raises up all those that be bowed down. So you fell, he's still holding on to you. You can get back up. He'll help you. He'll support you. He'll be your strength. You bow down, he'll straighten you back up. Remember Jesus was in church and that lady had been bowed over and she couldn't get herself up? He took care of that right there on the spot. And then they wanted to kill her. Did you know how that works? That's just the way it is. Amen. Psalm 37, beginning with verse 23. Psalm 37, beginning with verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered where? By the Lord. It didn't say out of the back of his head. It says by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way. Though he falls. He shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young and now am old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lended, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is where? In his heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand, nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. Amen. He hadn't changed. He's still God. Amen. You feel like you're in the dark and you can't figure out what's going on. Psalm 18, 28 has been waiting for you. Psalm 18, verse 28 has been waiting for you. For thou wilt light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. Lord, I've been going through this and it well. The Lord promises to enlighten your darkness. Micah chapter 7, verse 8. Micah chapter 7, verse 8. 
Old Testament. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. You're not left alone and desolate. God is always with you. We are blessing for many unsaved have no So I returned and considered all the oppressions that are done under the sun. And behold, the tears of such as were oppressed, and they had no comforter. And on the side of their oppressors there was power, but they had no comforter. Well, see, we do. Not only are we told but we've got one. We must be thankful to the Holy Spirit for all of his comfort. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comfort delights my soul. For his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. Now, the part that you're used to hearing. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Amen? Rise for the benediction. There is an old hymn, and verse 2 goes this Joy of the desolate, light of the strange, hope of the penitent, Fadeless and pure. Here speaks the Comforter, tenderly saying, Earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot cure. Amen? Amen. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which hath loved us and hath given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, Comfort your heart and establish you in every good word and work. And the church said, Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Saints, God is so good to us. Amen. You can go ahead and clap because the Lord has blessed us today. Amen. The Lord has blessed us today. And don't forget. We have a fast starting on Wednesday at 12.01 a.m. Father, we thank you for the grace to fast. We thank you for helping us to remember what we're supposed to do. We thank you for providing us with the strength and with the desire to seek your face, to press into your presence, and to give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. We thank you, Father, for sanctifying this fast to yourself and for accomplishing in it, Lord, that that is pleasing to you. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. 